The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. I have to say, this has been one of my favorite series. We've been talking about gratitude. We've all needed a tune-up in this area. My hand is raised right now. I've needed a tune-up in this area. And once we got past our barriers, if you missed yesterday's or previous episode, go back and listen to that at jennifer-jackson.org or anywhere where you subscribe to your podcast, you want to subscribe to Simply for Women. But we talked about barriers, and today we are going to talk about a lifestyle. How do we live a lifestyle of gratitude and generosity. Really, generosity is this overflow in our heart once we have been grateful to God for all that he's done, all the wonderful things he's doing. When we open our eyes to see those, then we can give back and we can be generous. And it's actually exciting. It's not too stressful. So I hope that you will hang in there with us. Stay for the entire show. My husband is here. Very special guest. You just, you don't want to miss that after the break. So anyway, Anyway, here we are at the church next door. Listen to the message. We get there and we pack in to this church in Kenya, and it's with the Maasai warrior people. They are so cool. And I have a picture. Yeah, yeah, look, they are packing this church out. Are they not beautiful? They, they were so beautiful. So here we are. I took that picture from the stage. So I'm up on the stage looking out, and I'm sitting next to the bishop. Our church gave for part of the roof. Can you see the light coming in? There's no back wall and the roof is only a third. And then, yeah. So we gave another third for the 10. And I said to the bishop, I leaned over and I said, okay, well, we need to finish the back wall. We want to get some money for the rest of the roof. We need some cushions. We need some curtains. You know, I'm decorating. (laughs) And uh, I have this whole plan laid out. We need to give them everything, you know, a new floor. What do we, what do we need here? We let's get this place going. And the bishop says to me, no. And I, okay, well, whatever. You know, I was just decorating. And uh, <laughs> so we go back outside after the meeting was over. And he, he pulls me aside and he says, Jennifer, let me explain something to you. He said, you can't take their joy. He said, they're excited that you all gave another third of that roof. But this is their church. They're, they love this church. They're, they did this. They're they're making a place of hope in the middle of the Maasai people in the middle of nowhere. And you, you can't take that. They want to give for that. And so, yes, we helped them, but that's their joy. That's their generosity. And I was like, wow. And then he showed me, he said, I want to show you a, a very special grandma. And I have a picture of this grandma right here on the left. Is she beautiful? This grandma, she, he said, she's the one who gave the land For all three churches. And he said, this grandma will be with us all day long. She's going to ride with the pastor on the motorcycle. And so so I have another. Here she is. She's on the front. And she was this woman. She stuck with us all day long. And he said she does this every weekend. So the pastor goes to all three churches. And grandma rides 
with him on the motorcycle because she wants to see what's happening on the land that she gave so generously. And I have a picture of the other ones. Let's see. Yeah, you can see this one was even, you know, less. And then we have one more, I think. And so there were three churches. And this grandma, she went to all three. They gave so generously. And it challenged me that day to see that the church is precious. The church is a place of hope, whether it's in the middle of the bush, far away in Kenya, or it's here on the west side of Columbus. Jesus said, I will build my church so expansive with energy that even the gates of hell won't hold it back. That's what Jesus said. It was his idea. And he wanted us to have energy. He wanted us to expand. He wanted us to be excited. And I want to fulfill that in this place, and I, I think that you all are such an amazing partner with what is happening in this church and on the west side of the Columbus. So God asks us. He has a few uh, directives. You know, he directed those lepers to go to the priest, right? Well, my mom directed me in how to clean a bathroom, and it was her way or the highway, and we had to clean it mom's way, or we had to redo it. Well, you know, that's how God is. And I I look back, at the time I was ungrateful to my mom to have to clean the bathroom. And now I look back and I'm grateful. And it's that way with us and our relationship with God. You know, we're learning and he's teaching us and we're growing. And the, the God's word says that the first fruits is what he wants. And he says what he says. He wants the best. He wants number one. He wants the first. And when you come to church... I think about this today. You are giving him the first fruit of your time today because I know that rat race that starts tomorrow morning, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. But you are saying, you know, it's it's not about the worship. It's not about the message. It's not about any. I mean, those things are awesome. But it's about saying, you know what, God, I'm going to sit here in your presence and honor you because you get the first of my week. And you know what is so cool? God He always makes up the time. Did you know that happens when you pray? We always think, oh, I don't have time to pray. There is no time to pray, right? We're we're all too busy to pray. Well, he makes up the time. It, It makes no logical sense. But if you will pray, he will make up the time. He wants your best. He wants your first. He wants the freshest. We have two pear trees in our backyard, organic pear trees. I pulled these pears off. They were ripe. I ran in the house, washed them, cut them up. I even got Aaron to eat pears, Doyle to eat pears. We were like, this is the best. These are so good. It was the first. It was the first fruit. I want you to know, by the end of the month, we had made pear chutney. If you guys want some pear glaze for your ham, come see me. We have canned pear everything. We had pears rotting in our fridge in buckets. It's just not the same at the end of the month. You know, that first fruit it's special it's important and that's what he wants with our with our money he wants that with our generosity so look at this it says in proverbs 3 9 honor the lord with your wealth with the first fruits of all your crops and then in second chronicles the israelites they did something right here as soon as the order went out the israelites generously gave the first fruits of their grain new wine olive oil honey and all that the fields produced, they brought a great amount, a tithe of everything. You know, percentages do matter. You know, a tithe is 10%, and you think, oh, why do proportions have to matter? But God is saying it's in accordance with what I've given you. But he says that 
he, percentages matter. Proportions matter. When I learned this lesson really in a hard but beautiful way. Doyle and I were young, and we had new kids. The kids were like three and five. So we were in preschool era. And so for us, we were tracking every percentage because we, we were just learning this tithe thing. But we wanted to do it right. We, we felt like, oh, we, gotta do, we can't mess this up, you know. We wanted to do it right. And our first home, we remodeled this home. We worked really hard on this home. And when we, when we sold it to move here, we made $50,000. We were like, whoa, this is amazing, $50,000. And that was God's blessing in and of itself. But So we did our math and we said, well, we have to tithe $5,000. And we said, okay, we're going to give it to the new church. And then I said, well, wait, wait a minute, I... I don't know the new church yet. <laughs> I, that's fine, but can I have... I want to give some to, to Cincinnati and people and the things that are going on here before we leave. And, and Doyle said, okay, that's fine. And you know, you want to give where you're, being, where you're growing and where you're being blessed. Sometimes I give to World Outreach. Sometimes I give to 700 Club. Sometimes I give to St. Jude's Children's. You know, you, you, but you want to give to where am I growing? Where am I learning? Where am I being fed? You know, what is God saying? And so I, I said to him, can I have a thousand of the five and, and, and give it here? And he said, okay, but Jennifer, do you realize we don't have that money yet? We haven't closed on the house. <laughs> so we're, so we, I, t- I said, well, I'm going to take that from savings. So I take the thousand dollars out of savings account in faith that we're going to close and get the five to give. And I got the, everyone in the car. Preschoolers were all in the car. And I went to the first family. There was a family that we had shown God's love to, that we had tried to reach, and they had needs in their life. And we sat down with them, and we gave them $500. And they cried. They said, no one's ever been this generous. And we said, we just wanted to do that for you. We know. We know God's touched your life, and we just, just wanted to do that. And so then we, we got back in the car, and we drove to another family's house. And this family, same thing. We had led them to Christ. We had tried to work with them and disciple them and help them grow. But they had great needs in their family. And so we gave them $500. And they cried. They said, no one has ever been this generous with us. And I said, it's okay. We just wanted to do that. And so we piled back in the car, preschoolers, you know, car seats, everything. And we get into the house. Now it's dark. So we're turning on lights, trying to get, we've got to do bath. We've got to do bedtime. And we're getting in the house and the phone's ringing. So we're grabbing, this is landline days. We're grabbing the phone and it's a grandma in our neighborhood. And she's, she's like so excited. And she says, I can't drive, but I want to meet you in the TJ Maxx parking lot. That was in our neighborhood. And we said, well, we can't. We've got to get kids in bed. You know, we've been out all day. And she said, no, it's really important. God spoke to me, and I I need you to come. And so we piled everybody back in the car, (laughs) drove down the street to TJ Maxx. And Grandma, true story, is dancing around the car. She's all excited. And Grandma said, I was in my rocking chair this afternoon, and I was praying. And God said, "Uh, write write them a check for $5,000. And we were just floored. And she said, it's for your move. It's for your move to the new church. And she gave us $5,000. And we just went home stunned. I mean, we'd never received a gift like that. I was crying. I've never received a gift like that. And we got back home, and now we realized, okay, now we... 
we have to tithe on this $5,000. You know, we're trying to figure out the perc- how do the percentages work now, you know. And um, I, I don't know how to explain it to you. But God, he's so cool. And he, he does the most amazing things. But when you stretch and when you give and you tithe and you, you see that what he says, that's the way he wants it to go. And uh, it will bring the greatest blessing and joy in your life. You know, it says in, uh, in Luke 6, Give and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down and shaken together, running over, will be poured into your lap. With the measure you use, it will be measured to you. I want you to know God will take care of you. God will give you so much joy and so much fun and blessing as you begin to live this lifestyle of generosity. Let me pray for you. God, I thank you for today. I thank you for everyone here, Lord. We choose you over the things of the world. We pray that you would cover our minds, Lord. We want to be a grateful, thankful people. Put the ones in our hearts that you want us to see. Lord, show us how to give to you. May we be known as a generous people on the west side of Columbus. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.